Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is Series 3, Episode 90 of this Daily Study Podcast. Thank you once again for joining us as we conclude this week's study uh, of the Come Follow Me materials from March the 22nd to March the 28th, uh, covering Doctrine and Section 90. And today we're finishing with Doctrine and Covenants Section 29, verses 36 to 50. I don't think we are going to uh, read through everything. We're not going to get through everything. I want to just cover all the key points in this section. And obviously, this is uh, going to be just a supplement for your study. And I fully recommend that you uh, read of this um, section because there is a lot of really important principles in here. So in verse 36, we're introduced to the Satan and what his role was in this fall. It says, And it came to pass that Adam, being tempted of the devil, for the behold, the devil was before Adam, for he rebelled against me, saying, Give me thine honour, which is my power. And also a third part of the host of heaven turned he away from me because of their agency. Um, we understand here that uh, Lucifer was basically seeking for his own power. And I think that sometimes when we describe the pre-earth life, uh, we kind of paint this picture that, you know, Jesus Christ put before us this plan Um or rather, I should say, Heavenly Father put this is this is kind of the picture that's usually painted. The Heavenly Father put forward this plan, and Jesus said, "I'll do it," and Satan said, "I'll do it," and Heavenly Father chose the Savior, and Satan got mad and angry, and then took away the host of heaven. Um, really, there's it's a lot more complex than that, and actually, it's a lot more insidious what Satan wants. He doesn't just say, "I'll do it." He does it because he, he says, I'll do it because he wants the honor. And he doesn't just say, I'll do it because because he wants the honor. He says, I'll do it. But ultimately, he knew and Heavenly Father knew that he did not want to do it. He just wanted glory and praise and pride uh, to be to be struck, to be kind of satisfied. And I think that that's an important aspect that we need to understand is that Satan's plan would never have worked. The idea that he would apparently save everyone without us having to choose or to put you know the effort on our part it just wouldn't be possible uh and either satan knew this and was being very manipulative and wanted to put forward a very satisfying sounding plan uh, for people who wanted to be saved but not necessarily have to go through what we would eventually have to go through um or he didn't know this and therefore wasn't a very um suitable person to to do what was having to be done uh, and i think that um this is the issue alvin r dyer said this quote the articles of righteous dominion revealed to joseph smith are essential principles of the priesthood as applied to self and are the influence to be exercised over others for the good of all that in their highest sense they are characteristic of honor Honour is the principle of power that must weigh in the balance of all, all opposing principles of indulgence contrary to the will of God and the spirit of the priesthood. It was the honour of the power of God which Lucifer unrighteously sought in the pre-existence. We who hold the priesthood of God have within our grasp the highest aspects of honour. We mustn't have this um, outlook that Satan had. We mustn't have this seeking for self-aggrandizement or, or that kind of aspect within whatever we do. And of course, it mentions the priesthood there. And we are, we know we're talking about men and women in this case. Um, you know, women can aspire as much as men can to serve and to, to serve in certain callings. And I think I've been listening to a really interesting discussion about aspirations um, by 
leading saints. Um, and I think I might have to share this as kind of the separate thing I've been studying because I could go for a whole episode about this, actually. So I'm going to leave that and come back to it later. But basically, Satan unrighteously sought power. Uh, he wanted it to, to hold authority over people. And that is not what should be done. Um, and now, of course, he is in a position where he is there to tempt the children of men so they can so they can be agents unto themselves. In verse 39, it explains this. And of course, this is, again, part of the Lord's plan or part of our father's plan. And I suppose ultimately he knew that Lucifer had power to step forward and do this, but also Lucifer had the agency to choose that he would turn away. Uh, I, I have to imagine that, you know, it's, it was so difficult for our Heavenly Father to, to witness this uh, rebelliousness and this rebellion from one of his, you know, most most beloved sons, I'm sure, uh, but also a third of the house of heaven. You know, it's a huge amount. Uh, and, you know, that the sorrow he will have felt uh, will have been great. Similar to how the sorrow with all the two thirds that will have come to earth, the amounts that will not ultimately return to live with him. We do not know what that fraction or percentage might be, but, uh, you know, it will be it will be a fraction and percentage uh, of of his children again. But this was all so that we could, you know, ultimately become more like him rather than live in the uh, the innocent state that we lived in before we came to this earth. So uh, the, the fall had to happen and it happened through uh, the influence of Satan. Uh, and because of this, um, we are then given time to live on this earth. Uh, in verse 43, it says, And thus did I, the Lord God, appoint unto man the days of his probation, that by his natural death he might be raised in immortality unto eternal life, even as many as would believe. Um, the death and the resurrection had to happen as part of this plan. Uh, it was important. Um, without it, it, it wouldn't have been able to happen. Uh, President Alan H. Oak said this, quote, in our eternal journey, the resurrection is the mighty milepost that signifies the end of mortality and the beginning of immortality. Similarly, the Book of Mormon teaches, for as, the de as death have passed upon all men to fulfill the merciful plan of the great creator, there must needs be a power of resurrection. We also know from modern revelation that without the reuniting of our spirits and our bodies in the resurrection, we could not receive a fullness of joy. Close quote. This is an important part of the plan, and this is such a wonderful section. It's covered so many things. The gathering of Israel, it's covered, um, you know, the, the discussion between spiritual and temporal aspects of the millennium that will come. And now it's talking about, you know, the three pillars of, you know, the, the plan of salvation, the, the creation, which was talked about in the spiritual and temporal creation aspects, the fall, which is talking about Adam here, uh, and the resurrection, which is an, an essential part. Uh, along with the atonement um it's um a fantastic teaching of these things uh he also talks about little children and how they are saved through the atonement um and that's you know that was discussed earlier in, in an earlier section I, I seem to remember uh but again is being reinforced here and re-emphasized maybe it was still something that hadn't quite embedded in the understanding of the um the people who are present um and it's just a wonderful plan that is laid out before us, which reaches out to everyone and is so merciful as well. Um, I think really that that brings me to the end of what I wanted to say about that. I mean, we could go really in depth with this, uh, but of course, this isn't the time. Uh, there isn't enough time to do that. But I think that once again, we just have to understand that the plan was 
prepared Adam's and the Adam and Eve's choice was you know was aware or what the Heavenly Father was aware of that choice they would make and it was an important part of this plan they weren't being set up to fail of course because we then have a saviour to make those things right and that of course is the essential part without the saviour it would be it, well the plan wouldn't have worked and it would have been a plan that would set us up to fail but because of our saviour uh, we can succeed because of his power and his grace without him uh, this wouldn't be possible and without him we wouldn't be able to become like our father in heaven and see that example from our saviour but also be able to be sanctified through his power and grace as well thank you very much for listening today i hope you enjoyed this study please continue to follow the podcast on all the usual platforms uh, you can uh, join the facebook group church of jesus christ study session with come follow me and you can also email session at gmail.com with any feedback you have. And it would be a wonderful help for me for you to review the podcast on whatever podcasting platform you are on and to share it with someone that you know. Thank you for your time. And until we meet again, 